Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hey, Eternal Entrepreneurs. It's Joe Newton here, co-host of the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast, and this is another Lunch Break episode. But before I jump into today's lunch break, I want to say if you have not gone back and listened to the interview with Ed Rush that dropped last week, do so right now. Hit pause on this episode, go download the interview because there are so many good gold nuggets in it. Pierce and I both have gone back and listened multiple times. So that's a quick plug there. Ed Rush, Awesome guy, amazing interview, go listen. (laughs) Okay, so what are we talking about today on the lunch break? Today, I wanna talk about being overwhelmed as an entrepreneur. Because as an entrepreneur, we all know we can wear every hat in our business, we can work long hours, we can get little sleep on top of all of the other things that we have to do in life, take care of our families, go to church, serve at church. So how do we deal with being overwhelmed just on a regular Tuesday? How do we live out of that place of grace and rest that the Bible says is available to us? So Hebrews 4 verses 10 and 11, for whoever enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. Let us labor or strive, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So we know that it is available for us to enter into and to live out of a place of rest, out of God's rest. So let's have an honest conversation about how do we have the ability to come back to a place of rest when we're already feeling overwhelmed, when we are in the middle of all of the stuff that hits us during the day. I want to begin by sharing a story with you from a couple of months ago. I have a real estate investment that I've had for a little while, and there are certain parties that are involved, without going into too much detail, some people who are involved in this transaction were not happy. And their type of personality was one that when they weren't getting what they wanted, they got very loud, they used very harsh language, and by the end of it, it came down to one day to where this other person was at the point of threatening legal action consistently if I did not do what he wanted me to do. And my personality type is not one that leans towards aggressive. I don't do well with aggressive people in general, and I don't like to be aggressive myself. And this specific day when they were coming at me full force and making all of these threats, I was, to say the least, feeling overwhelmed. And on top of that, I was beginning to think some pretty negative thoughts as far as, well, what if they did sue me? What if I lost the money? all the way down to some ridiculous things. What if I have to go to jail? What if I don't see my kids? How it can get? Like I said, let's have an honest conversation. Sometimes our mind can spiral very quickly, especially when we're feeling threatened, overwhelmed, and starting to to live from a place of fear. So I'm feeling all of these things. 
and I'm in front of the computer, and I don't have an answer for all of this. There is not a light at the end of the tunnel for me. And what I did is I just stopped. I didn't make another phone call. I didn't go and open up another window on my computer. I walked away from my office. I got away from my desk. And for me, I, I, I think the best thing that I can do is, is I can go for a walk. And so I started walking. And to the best of my ability, I began to endeavor <laughs> to give thanks to God. And it wasn't anything special. Some days I just start off with thank you for coffee. Thank you that I have a roof over my head. Thank you that there will be dinner tonight. Thank you for my amazing wife. Thank you for my awesome kid. I, I just started giving thanks. And slowly but surely, my heart began to come back to I don't even know if I would even call it a place of peace, but I wasn't feeling as overwhelmed. And from there, as I began to give thanks, I was able to start giving thanks more specifically to God for who he is, what he's done. And after a while, I began to actually be able to hear his voice. <laughs> if we're honest, when you're in that place of, of heightened emotion, it's hard to hear rational thoughts, much less hear the voice of God, that still small voice. And I began to hear his voice. And he began to remind me of the promises that he had given me at the beginning of this transaction, that he was the one who told me to get into this transaction. He was the one that actually tied it to a bigger promise. He was like, I want you in this. I told you to be there. Will I not deliver? Would I put you into a place that I, I could not or would not protect you? And then once, once I began to get God's perspective, then peace, peace started to come upon me. And it wasn't like going to third heaven kind of peace. It, it was just peace. I was able to think clearly. And then I was able to come back to my desk and be productive. And, and that's to say, by the end of the day, I, I didn't have a full solution to all these problems. And this person didn't stop doing what they were doing. But I was now able to operate from a place of rest and peace and confidence in what God had told me. So what are the takeaways from that story? For me, there are, are, are a couple of key actions that I now know that I can take when I am feeling overwhelmed. Not only that I can take, that I should take. And, th and they're this. First, if you are starting to feel overwhelmed, walk away. Stop what you're doing. Even if you're in the middle of a conversation with someone else, say to them, hey, I need to take a minute. Let's stop this conversation. Can we come back in five? I just need to run to the restroom real quick. I want to pay attention and honor what you're saying. Can we take a quick break? So that's even if you're in the middle of a conversation. If you're not, if you're just at your desk, stop, walk away, get out of that room. Or if you can't get out of that room, at least walk around the desk. <laughs> Some days for me, it's like there is a lane that I do my pace praying. So I just get away from the desk. So that's the first takeaway. Walk away, get outside if possible. Studies do show that if you get out in nature, it's going to help you mentally get in a better place. The second is give thanks. Give thanks. 
Start small if you have to, but give thanks. My, my wife and I sometimes, when one or the other of us are in a place to where we're feeling overwhelmed or we're not actually walking in line <laughs> with, with who we are, we play a game called the thankfulness game. And this is going to sound childlike, but Jesus said, be like a child. Come as a child. And, and the way that the thankfulness game works is this. You start at the letter A in the alphabet, and you give thanks for something that starts with the letter A. And literally, if apple is the first thing that comes to your mind and you like apples, say, Apple, I am thankful for apples, God, because they give me nutrients and they taste sweet, and that's joyful. Or I like apple juice, and you can make apples, apple juice from apples. Whatever it is, if you want to get spiritual angels, or if there's a person with the name who starts with A, it doesn't matter Start with something. Then they do the letter B, you do letter C, and so on, all the way to the letter Z, which is hard. <laughs> Those last few, I'm very thankful for x-rays. But the, what the thankfulness game does is it gives you a long enough time that you get your mind off of the problem and onto the things that are going right and are going good, that God is, has blessed you with. So... Step two, give thanks. Walk away and give thanks. Enter into his courts with thanksgiving. And if that's not enough to get you in a place, if you're still feeling really overwhelmed after giving thanks and praising God, because remember, you can always thank him for who he is. God, you are love. Thank you that you are love. This doesn't have to be about you. But if you're still in a place where you're like, I'm still feeling overwhelmed. I've walked away. I've given thanks. Then phone a friend. That's the third one. Phone a friend. I recently had a buddy of mine who he was going through major spiritual attack before a big event that he was putting on. Him and his family, like hit with spiritual attack. And he phoned a friend. He phoned a good friend of his who is a brother in Christ. And that brother had two psalms that he gave him. And he also prayed for him. And that was exactly what he needed. That phone call turned his heart around. And I don't even know if those outward things changed for him. But the way that he viewed his situation was a 180. And that was the breakthrough he went on, had an amazing event, blessed a lot of people. But he needed to phone a friend. He wasn't able to get there himself. Hebrews 10.24, one of my life verses, provoke one another unto love and good works. Do not forsake the gathering together of the saints. You need the body. We need the body. So please don't be bashful in picking up the phone and saying, hey, I, I need some help. Can you pray for me? Can you see if you hear something from God? All right? So those are just a couple of keys that you can take away for when you are feeling overwhelmed. What can you do to come back to that place of peace? Now, I don't have a ton of time because I want to honor y'all and, and the lunch breaks are supposed to be pithy. I want to talk super quick about what are some things that we can do to set ourselves up to not get overwhelmed in the first place? Because I think that's really important. If we can get to where we don't have to feel overwhelmed to start off, I'd probably prefer that. So the first thing I would say 
find ways to simplify. Now, we don't just get overwhelmed because other people are yelling at us. I know I can get overwhelmed when it comes to working on my business sometimes, or if I'm creating a new training or teaching that I don't feel that I have a a full competence in or a confidence with. And so I start small. And the way I look at it is how simple do you have to get that you feel confident in the answer? So we've talked about process mapping before, right? For me, I always start off with what is the first step? How do we begin? And how do we end? And for your business, you might be the customer shows up and the end is we get paid. Start small, start simple. When you're tackling a new task, how simple do you have to get to feel confident in the answer? Make it bite-sized pieces. Then ask yourself, what are the next two steps, the next three steps, one step at a time? That's how we eat that elephant, one bite at a time. The other thing I'll say about that when it comes to simplifying things is reverse engineering problems. Start with where you want to go, where you want to be, and then say, okay, what would I have to do to get there and make it into smaller milestones? And again, break it into smaller, simpler pieces. The other thing I'll say for setting ourselves up to not feel overwhelmed is remembering what God has done and what he has said. So if he's spoken to you directly or if he's spoken in his written word. Recently, I was reading through, I believe it's either Psalm 42 or 46, but it talks about how God is our refuge. And even if the mountains are thrust into the seas, even if the world gets removed from our feet, we can still rejoice because God is our refuge. And I was like, man, do I really believe that? And and I would pray that. I would pray that out loud and slowly but surely. I'm not saying I'm all the way there, but I believe it a lot more than I did before. So getting in his word, his specific promises that he has on paper, remembering those and spending time putting those in our hearts. The other is remembering what he said to you specifically. If he's given you words, dreams, promises, write those down and review those consistently so that when the world says otherwise, just like in my situation to where I was feeling a fear because I was afraid of losing something, God reminded me, no, I've given you a promise. I told you to get into this. And that gave me the peace that I needed to keep moving forward with it. And I would also say this in in closing when it comes to remembering what God has said and done is testimony. Remembering the ways that God has shown up for you in the past. Has he healed you? Has he healed a family member? Has God given you favor in a situation that you didn't deserve? Has God given you checks in the mail or whatever it is? It doesn't have to be those super outlandish uh, miracles. What are the little ways that God's blessed you? Write those down. And review them, just like the Israelites when they passed through that river and they said, hey, let's take 12 stones. We're going to stack these on top of each other. Anytime you walk by here with your kids, remind them of how God showed up and delivered us from Egypt, how he brought us into this land. So testimony is really important. So those are, th- those are a couple of ways that we can begin 
to set ourselves up for when the proverbial poop hits the fan, that we can keep our hearts in a place of peace and rest and away from being overwhelmed. All right, action portion for today. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to put on paper, get out a piece of paper and write down what is your plan when your heart starts feeling overwhelmed. What are you going to do? Are you going to start by taking a deep breath? Are you going to walk away? Are you going to give thanks? Do you have a specific friend? If there's a friend who you're going to phone, write their name down there. And then after you write down that, that plan, I want you to post it up so that you can see it when you're working. I want you to be able to see it. So when you feel overwhelmed, it is in your sight and you can remember, okay, what did I say? I said, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to give thanks. And then if I need to, I'm going to call Brad, Sue, James, John, <laughs> whoever it is. Okay, entrepreneurs, it was wonderful hanging out with you today. Don't forget to check out that interview with Ed Rush. Have an amazing week, and don't forget to deal with your awesomeness because it's not your fault. He made you that way. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.